And the toasts fly across the table. The pints. The pints. We got grins and we've got middle fingers. We are back for a new episode of The Soccer Dad Pod. Um, Dropping a horrible accent there because today I fully predict that this episode will crush it because we have a guest on today. Two guests. One in particular, though, that... Has an accent, and I guess beta testing proves that if you have somebody with an accent on your show about soccer, it does better. And a bad wheel. And he's got a bad wheel. We'll, we'll talk about that bum wheel in a little bit. I'm sure there's a story there. Um, <laughs> probably, probably one that we'll get the alternative version for, but uh, is what it is. We are back, Soccer Dad Pod, um, <clears throat> at our friendly... Uh, home base for the spring here, Well Spent Brewing down on Olive. Um, we've said it time and time again, great beer, great environment. Um, they've got tamales down here if you want a little snack. Uh, but more importantly, if you are a soon-to-be City SC visitor game time uh, individual, this is going to be a little secret spot for you. Two, two blocks farther, just put, put the shoes on, walk a little bit farther. They will, I guarantee there will be parking down this way. Check it out. Uh, great place, pre-game, post-game. Um, I've got Jared Bertrand with me today, Carpool co-host. How you doing, Jared? Excellent. Uh, I've seen you a lot lately. We did a little rock and roll bingo on Saturday night uh, and did horribly. So, Well, I don't know that we did bad. <clears throat> we just didn't have – I mean, I feel like that is the um, luck of – you just get the right card because I don't think there was a lot of wrong guesses. I just think that you had to have the right shit on your card and you win. Yeah, I, I mean, look, we lost. Ten we rounds, go. we lost. I paid a lot of money for the extra cards for the lovers round. Lost. 50-50 tickets galore. I mean, our table looked like rose petals of, of tickets everywhere. Yeah, we had lost we, zero. I don't think anything won. Nobody won anything. I think the one gal, uh, your friend's wife, uh, she thought she won. Oh, yeah. It was coverall, and she got one line, went running up there, and lost. So we got laughed at. So it is what it is. Um, give us a follow. For those of you that are listening, if you made it this far, thank you. You're more than most. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. We're there. Uh, quick recap last week, uh, last episode, I should say. Uh, Jared and I were talking about this earlier. You know, we, we do an episode and usually one or two people like text and be like, hey, I listened to that great guest. Hey, I remember playing with him. Hey, I remember that story, whatever. This last episode with Jared Imbeck from Akron University, that struck a chord with a lot of people. I got way more messages than usual. Uh, Jared is a local kid, Granite City kid. Um, he's earned his way through the ranks and he's the uh, Akron men's D1 head coach. Uh, he's pumped out a plethora of professional players, international players, uh, Yedlin being kind of the marquee name that he mentioned. Uh, and he broke it down. I mean, he, he, he told stories that for people that think their kid has it or is preparing for college and like, oh, it won't be a problem, whatever, Jared kind of gave a 101 on what you should realistically expect and what these kids do. It was phenomenal. Uh, I, I mean, I listened to the whole thing. Would have loved to have been a part of it. The dude was refreshingly open, approachable, uh, informative. 
uh, we've done 14, 15, 16 of these things, and we've... 19. 19, you know, uh, my math is off, <laughs> clearly. Um, we've had some really good guests. We've had some so-so shows. We've had some informative guests. Ken Godat being one of them. Um, today's show is going to knock it off the, the, the yeah. rails. But it's the accent. He, he, um, he was excellent. I mean, he... he uh, the way he communicated um, what he's doing, um, it, it was, I mean, I felt I learned something. And I played forever. Well, that was the thing. Two, two of the people in particular, and I won't name names, they know who they are. They listen to the show. They hit me up and they were like, damn, I've been around the game a long time. You know, that was enlightening. Yeah. You know, and, and, and especially for those, those parents that are like, have really good kids right that they think are the one percenters um he's you know slow your horses there's a lot of stuff going on um i i loved it so if you get a chance go back take a listen to it well to their credit real quick akron um he and he was very uh what's the right word he was very bashful he was very uh uh he's modest he was modest that's the right word um I mean, there's college soccer programs, and there's about 15, 20 in this country that are college soccer programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's in that echelon where he's producing pros. He, he, he. I mean, they are very successful. And then there are other college programs. So that, that that's what I thought was the. I mean, wow, this guy gets it. Yeah. No. To your point, like his his program, uh, they have a definitive balance between developing players that are going to be. Clearly, get a college education, go succeed. But there's a there, there's a pathway to beyond D1 soccer when you're playing at a school like Akron. Absolutely. And he's he's got his finger on the pulse. But uh, that show, do 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 you recall where we did it? Yeah, I do. Um, a little. Uh, it was a little uh, uh, bar and uh, dive bar. Yeah, Arsenal. Uh, is it off Arsenal? Yeah. Somewhere close there. Morgan What's Stroll. Morgan yeah, something. something like that. What's the name of that place? <laughs> I've been there a little bit. Been there a few times. Uh, Amsterdam. Oh. Amsterdam. We, we, we've talked about Amsterdam Tavern a number of times, uh, which becomes even more relevant here in just a second because one of our guests uh, is another one of the fine proprietors there, but he doesn't have an accent. Um, in fact, he's from the wrong side of the state, but we'll, we'll get over that and talk about that in a little bit. Uh, we, we've got two guests on today. And I thought they'd be a great pairing because uh, a lot of the last 10 years approximately of kind of soccer culture in that bar in particular and with a particular team that I, you know, don't have a ton of respect for. I'll be polite about it. I mean, look, they're good. They have a nice trophy case. You know, they do wear the same color that my alma mater did, so... Have they won the Premier League? A few times. We're already getting the finger. Um, so, without further ado, what I'm going to do here is I have a special tune for my accented friend. Um, we have two people here today. Uh, Jeff Lyle, the beer Nazi, a.k.a. part owner, um, manager of Amsterdam Tavern, which if you're down there, you know Jeff. He's the guy standing on the bar over the, when the big game ends, pouring powers down your throat from afar. Uh, and then we have Mr. Michael Dugan. And 
Liverpool fans that are listening to the show right now are screaming. They're like, oh, my God, Bono is on the show. Like, that's how, how important Michael is to the fan club. And here we go, Michael. This one is for you. Is that Everton's? <laughs> is that, is that? Here you go. This is your walk-up song, buddy. And Lyle, if you can see his face right now, he's a Tottenham fan. He's puking in his mouth right now. <laughs> Gentlemen, I have unmuted you, so you are free to interject. Thank you for coming tonight. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> what a great intro. <laughs> Are you awake? I'm so excited after that. <laughs> just well, I mean, I did some digging, and Tottenham just simply doesn't have an intro. I don't think so. we have any songs. No. I haven't really heard too many. Maybe. Well, maybe. Lyle wants to make money. Um, he put that on at the end of the night of Will One. Pull that a little closer, there, um, buddy. He'll, he'll put that on just to make sure we buy more. No, shots. Billy does that. Oh, I don't that do Billy? that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I banned it. But it's you. I banned it. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Well, it's not like you're complaining because Dugan's right. You know, once, if they happen to pull one off and. Yeah, there was a few years they were pulling a bunch off and it really got, you know, depressing. <laughs> a lot of that song was happening. And when you start playing that song, what reaction comes out from them? I mean, uh, they're the greatest. We rule. Everything's about us. Yeah. Oh, love us, love us. Mm-hmm. I love myself. I think that's unfair. I, I, no, it's true. It's what happens. No, I think it's more. Like you have that. the most supporters of any fan group in the bar. I mean, you know. And I think that comes and goes. I'm not sure. No, it doesn't. I. <laughs> hey, bring out the spreadsheet. You have to be right. You, you would know. No spreadsheet. Liverpool <laughs> dominates in the fan support group every time, and uh, I don't, it's not. It's I don't. I don't like it, but that's the way it is. And guess what? That's the why they get TVs. They get the volume. They get everything. I mean, when you bring the so, most supporters, that's what happens. So you're saying you can be bought off? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I've, how many times have I told Tottenham, bring more people? Let's go, guys. Come on. How many times can we do? But, you know, it's just not going to happen. And I, I, I think over the years, it's, it's come and gone. Different clubs, Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, you've seen an influx of fans, and then suddenly you don't see the same faces. Yeah. Arsenal's again. having a moment right now, yeah, for sure. Of course sure. they are. And, uh, and I will say one thing. I, as much as they're our number one rival... They are coming in, and they're coming in in droves right Wait, now. But, but are they handling it well? Are, are they yeah, being... they're handling it pretty well. I think so. Especially uh, I was up there working for the North London Derby this weekend, and, I mean, you know, we couldn't get any more humiliated than, than that match. So. Well, and, and they the... were not insufferable. I, I did stop working during the middle of the match only because my family came up there. It wasn't because of... Arsenal fans, which <laughs> because, normally because, that's what because it would have been like. Your insufferable meter I, had been I was like, oh. had been peaked. I was absolutely to the uh, moment where I thought I am not going to be able to say anything to any Arsenal fan except congratulations. But and I can only speak as a, a customer of Amsterdam. Historically, we've always had several Arsenal fans turn up at every game, even when they were crap. I mean, 
and they knew they were crap and not going to win anything. But the same folks are now turning up with more people, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a bar, and uh, I think they go to Llewellyn's, maybe. And that's good, but... Uh you know, we've, we've got a ton of them up at the bar right now, yeah. and they're showing out. And, I mean, they should. They're, they've got an eight-point lead right now. Uh, now that's, I mean, we're only halfway through the season. But uh, eight points yeah. is a pretty good, uh, a pretty good lead. Yeah. But I think we've all seen enough of the game, and especially kind of like the last few years, the, the rotation at the top of the table, you know, the way the power structure is. It, it's been cyclical, and right now, clear cut. With maybe City being 1B in spite of, you know, the loss over the weekend to United, etc. I mean, realistically, Arsenal's just, they're firing. Right. They're fun to watch. They're playing beautiful football. You know, and, and, and I've talked about this on previous episodes. Have you guys at all caught that Prime special? Um, uh, they, they did one on Tottenham. They did one on a few. They uh, did one on Liverpool. <clears throat> it was disastrous. It was, it was not good. It was suicidal. But the recent one with Arsenal and they featured Arteta in particular and how he coaches in the team. It's hard not to like them. Yeah, because Arteta's cool. No, it's not. Uh, No, they they play good. (laughs) They play good football. I mean, genuinely, they play as close to Barcelona playing in the Premier League. Yeah, if you will. Well, you know, it's 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 midfielders running from deep. It's pressing. Yeah, their their flanks are dynamite. It's unbelievably good. Yeah, I mean and. And their defenders can play. Fo- their wing backs can play football. They literally can play football. So well, let's. So cool. so. Sorry. No no no. All good. But what I'd like to do is kind of circle us back around a little bit, you know, because I in- introed um, who you guys are. Um, what I want what I want to focus on for a second is literally Liverpool. The relationship between Liverpool, Amsterdam Tavern, and Michael Dugan in particular. Okay. <laughs> because Lyle, um, I mean, we, 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 we've been... I have an origin story. Th- perfect. This is the place to drop it. Uh, but it's, it's my origin, not his, because he obviously knew something before me. But years and Bring years it. and years ago, I, uh, I go with Stelzer and some guys down to McGurk's. And, uh, you know, I don't head out that way too much. Uh, just uh, we all decided to go down there and have a couple drinks that night. And uh, we get in there and we're hanging out kind of in the back of the bar, not up towards the front where like Lucky and some of those guys would be. And uh, yeah, the guy walks back to us and he says, uh, hey, Lyle, I got some shots of powers for you. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, I, you know, I literally had no idea what's going on. My wife's there. She's like, who's buying us shots? Like, what are we doing? I'm like, I don't know. And then uh, we get the shots and we go down there and I see Dugan. And he's like, oh, I just want to thank you so much for opening this amazing place here and all this. And I I was not the soccer guy when we first opened. I didn't no. I didn't work at it much. I was like, I, all the guys that originally started working there, I was like, I'm never going to work soccer until somebody leaves. And so he must have known, though, and he did that. And I was like, who's that guy? Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's Michael Dugan. He, he loves this place. It's like, it's like he said it's amazing. And I'm like, wow, that's so good. I mean, he just bought us a bunch of shots. And, like, I didn't know who he was. And Stelz was like, oh, yeah, man, he's great. Don't worry, you know. Well, and then I started working soccer matches after a couple of the guys left. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
okay. Now you get it. Yeah, this guy's awesome. I love it. You know, he's just he's a Liverpool fan. He's the biggest uh, football supporter that you could possibly have. I mean, he's exactly the kind of customer that you're looking for if you're going to have a football tavern. What's that? Yeah, so absolutely perfect. So I moved here in 2001, and uh, my wife, Chicago, right? And it was the Globe, the Abbey, places like that. You could go watch football. Similar as we didn't have one. We literally did not have one. I remember going to friends of friends' houses and paying $20 for them to put on pay-per-view <laughs> to watch F. I'm not kidding. Sky yeah. Sports. Yeah. Before do, do, that, Sedanta. Before Sedanta. Yeah. This was 1995 through whatever. Yeah. To get FA Cup games. When I moved here in 2001, you, you couldn't get football. And so I spent many a morning, you know, trying to convince other bars, and there's a guy, Ben Brown, um, a Manchester United fan, was in kind of the same boat, wanted to watch games. Uh, several of us trying to find a pub that would show the football. And the football, I mean, at 6.30 or 7 in the morning, or, or what, even 9 o'clock in the morning. Right. And then you had the Dubliner open, right? And then we competed against rugby, and it was still $20, and they wouldn't always open or whatever, and and then, you know, so Amsterdam was just like a godsend, an absolute godsend for me back in the day. Just couldn't get it on TV. Um, bars, and if you lived in Chicago, you could get it. In St. Louis, there was nowhere that showed Premier League football. Right. I remember uh, barristers tried it, and I remember having a kind of blow-eyed argument with a hungover bartender one day who wanted to have a replay of the Cardinals game from the night before that everybody <laughs> knew the result of versus me asking him, saying, dude, I will pay you whatever. And he was like, no, but this is the Cardinals game from last night. The, not just At the Cardinals barristers? Game. The, replay. Barristers. the, the re replay. replay. The absolute replay. <clears throat> Having, and I fucking... I hated that place. Oh, uh, no. I automatically mark these ex as explicit. Okay. So right. with you, I actually put a TVMA <laughs> marking on this episode already. So, so I had those struggles of trying to find somewhere that would show yeah. the goddamn games. Yeah. And yeah. show them live. No, you know, I mean, it's I, I, we've talked about it time and time and time again uh, on the show and, and, you know, in a million other circles. You know... St. Louis clearly is, it's a soccer town. It's got a century plus of her heritage. And, you know, more recently, we have a lot of relevant names in the game. And soccer is always part of the community and the fabric here. But I do, I do believe, you know, having grown up here and going away, I lived in Chicago for eight, nine years too. We talked about that a while back. Coming back, what Amsterdam did, what, you know, what you, what you guys did is you actually create. You, you knew you had a market full of people that absolutely loved roast beef sandwiches and said, we're going to open a sandwich shop that only sells roast beef sandwiches. Perfect. You, you know? And we, we Jared and I were uh, talking uh, earlier about other places and how everybody's kind of glamping on to the whole City SC thing for, for good reasons. Um, most of them, I think, are going to struggle. And I think the one simple... Uh, the, the, the reason why I think they're going to struggle is they are not going to commit to that 6 a.m. game with Leeds and Villa playing. Yeah. 
or yeah. Bournemouth and Crystal Palace. Any of those. Yeah. I think I, mean, I think the difference for me is is Amsterdam built a community. Yeah. And when I say a community, I mean I I think we talked about it earlier. If you go into Amsterdam today, you can have a guy that's unemployed, a bricklayer, right through a doctor and an attorney. Or, or Kavanaugh. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what's unique. That's that's what's the special sauce. And I, I, I don't, you know, going to the big pubs in Chicago was great. I don't care about the 20 bucks. I care about the camaraderie talking to the person next to me. Well, let, let, me, ask you, let me ask you specifically because... Uh, we haven't even got into a little bit of your back- background because clearly with that accent, you're not from Granite City. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you you know the game. You grew up uh, in Ireland. Yep. Uh, and as a young boy, your team was? Liverpool. Right. Uh, and your family. T- talk about. Uh, talk, the, talk, the, talk the reason, about, the reason yeah. why when my dad was a Leeds fan and my older brother was a Man United fan. And I hit both oh, yeah. of teams as a result. But it was just who was on television at the time. And that's the reason why um, I followed them. This is like early 80s. Yeah. I remember watching football in the early 80s on a black and white TV. Yeah. And if in doubt, Liverpool's the team with the ball in black and white TV. But um, <laughs> That's uh, changed. Yeah, it has. But, but <laughs> you know, the, the progress... Is, is unbelievable. It, it's so. So suffice to say, you, you you know the game. You grew up watching it. You understand it on a different level, specifically the English game and and those teams. What I'd like to 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 have you speak to, you know, because the two of you as guests today, it's funny because you guys are really kind of like polar opposites in your origin, you know, and in when you came into the game and the love affair with the game and choosing a team, etc. But my question really applies to both of you, is from the origination here over the last 10, 12 years with Amsterdam in particular, speak to the knowledge and the fervor or the energy of soccer fans in St. Louis today that go to the pub and watch the games. You know, how smart are they? Do they understand the game? Or is this a, you know, a growing fad? You know, because I don't think, you know, there's nobody that's probably watched more games, honestly, than you, Lyle, sitting at this table, because that's your job. And correspondingly, you have a room full of drinkers, customers, that have varying deg- degree levels of understanding. You guys t- talk about the education. Level. Well, here, what I'll say about that is, I, I get sometimes I get really upset actually at our customers no matter how much I love them, and they've been there for us from the beginning. But when new people come in and they say, well, I'm a Man City fan, or, uh, you know, the last few years, oh, I'm a Liverpool fan. You know, and people are like, oh, you're plastic. You, you, you don't know what you're... Oh, really? How long have you rooted for them? <laughs> Who cares, man? You want everybody to like soccer. You want, you're sitting here. You're up here every day. You're watching all the matches. You're doing everything. And then someone's going to come in and tell you what club they like. And then... If they haven't liked them for over five years, you're going to tell them they're plastic or they've done this. No, that's not the point. I mean, the whole point is to bring everybody into the game. Everybody. Except you know, Tottenham fans. 
listen. <laughs> we we have not won any silverware, and I don't know why anyone would want to root for us. <laughs> so there you go. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. It's all right. I think God, and then we have everybody else. I think there should be only one rule. As long as you don't flip team. I respect Bingo. whatever you I, you, yeah, you can pick support. whatever team you want, man. I don't like care. when people come in there and they and they've only liked soccer for a couple of years, why ostracize them from the community by saying, Oh, well you only like them because they're so what, man? When I was a kid, man, my teams were good and I liked hey, I liked I, who I wanted. Or my hey, school I, I, had that shirt. I'm I'm guilty as charged because you know, early on, for us as Chelsea fans. You know, in the early days, I think there was a grand total of seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there was not a lot of us. There was, in in the early years, uh, Manchester United money, was but by far the most. <clears throat> Liverpool, Spurs, and we were down, right? But then Pulisic gets signed. And what do we do? We, we go from seven fans to 30 overnight, and now... Hey, look, you, know, you guys had a ton of fans and it in bugs me. 2011 or whatever that was when Man City and Chelsea played. No, well... Then then you guys kind of disappeared from the bar. No, remember the Champions League game versus Bayern Munich, the final? Yeah. There was like 200 Munich fans and eight of us. Right. You, well, you I would, do remember that. You guys have had a weird fan dynamic at the Tavern, that's for well, sure. I mean, the, literally, it's been a weird fan dynamic where I'll... There'll be there was about five years after you all played that game in St. Louis where I'm like, did they piss all the St. Louis fans off? Well, no, no. I mean, mo- most Chelsea fans are actually educated, employed, and have families, and you know they're not at the pub every day, unemployed. All right, now like, we're getting into those you know? jokes. <laughs> <early>. <laughs> well, who likes Chelsea from those days? They played like a nobody forward and nine defender. And Roman so? Abramovich so? is such a sweetheart. Oh, how many? I mean, wouldn't you? Actually, I, I respect that. I'm not respect that guy, but I'm okay with what happened with that. Buying period. championships works when they, uh, you get championships. I, you know what? You know what? You, but that's what every team is doing. His, when you will, get championships, will, it works. History will judge winners. I think history 100 years from now will show Abramovich was a guy that really loved his club. Okay, he never gave an interview, which I actually like the fact he never gave I an interview. I love that. <clears throat> but he actually kept his nose clean and invested in his club and invested in grassroots. I, I don't have a problem with that guy. And everybody thinks I have a problem with that guy. Complete opposite. I think he was a great owner. Get the whole Russia thing. Totally get it. But I'm telling you, he was actually a cool cat. I actually have no, no problem I mean, if, with him If I owned whatsoever. a team and had billions at my disposal, I would buy everything. I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, oh, I'm buying him. Would you re up? Him. Would you re up with Harry Kane? Uh, <laughs> best striker in the world. You, well, yes. I, I would. tell you what, you can negotiate with him whenever his PK I mean, look lands. At, look you know at what? what he's if doing you're, this year in the top, son doing nothing. <laughs> son is doing nothing. You're nothing. Up, it's and, a, it's and, one of the most amazing transformations I've ever seen from God to guy who can't do anything the worst in thing one that happen, season. It's amazing. The worst thing that could happen is City by Kim because where would they put him? The best thing for anybody in the rest of that six, the top six, is to buy Harry Kim. And I'm yeah, pretty he's, he's, he's in that top six. Clearly one of the best finishers that's been around in the well, last 20 years. I well, mean, we're look nice. what he's doing right now. I mean, he's still he's starting to catch Holland. Holland is slowing down, and Harry Kane oh, is about slowing down. Going. Going. Yeah, we're, we're, I, mean, I asterisk that one. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Harry's catching him. 
Okay, now that we wasted way too much time on Todd. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't really have anything else to talk about. Well, yeah, okay, okay. okay. Talk about. <laughs> Lyle's out. <laughs> See you. <laughs> you. If you want to get me going on, on Lori's, we could go. Oh, I really don't want to, but it, it's, uh, it's probably a 10 to 20 minute rant. Oh. No, trash, we don't. We don't have trash. time for rants. Here, here's here's what I'd like to talk about is uh, kind of this. You know, t- you guys are shit. I always forget what year. How many years now? 12, 14? 14. 14 years. Yes. 14 okay. Years. So, so you've been you've been digging in the dirt for a long time, and you've got a lot of plants that are growing when it comes to soccer fans, right? You've been part of that. You were part of the first. Well, really, all three attempts. At trying to bring MLS to St. Louis, right? Yeah, yeah, we were. We, oh. I mean, we had a, all those <clears throat> other guys that were coming in and trying to hook up at the bar for a while. Yeah, yeah. It well, was a weird, I, it was a weird time. I mean, uh, every well, everybody wanted to kind of clamp on to the brand to you know, it's a built-in fan base. Right. Well, I mean, you come in there and you tell them you want to open a soccer, start a soccer team. All our customers are the first people you want to talk to. Yeah. Who else you want to talk to? Nobody. So here, here, here's where I'd like to go with this. <clears throat> you can, you can speak up. We got J- Jared's running a new round of beers here, but uh, um, he, he, here's what a question for both of you guys, because really from the early days of the of, of the pub, being part of the growth, being part of really building or expanding on the popularity of the game within St. Louis, and now fast forward to today where we are. For, you know, roughly 45 days out from City playing their first game. You know, what what's your thoughts on MLS, City, and, and what that really means to the soccer community uh, here in our backyard? I, look, it's nothing but spectacular for what it can do for soccer here in St. Louis. Uh, you know, our, our one thing about it is, is we opened up as a European soccer bar right um you know we uh we we show european soccer nobody really comes in to watch any mls and this is literally just oh wow okay now that we're gonna have a team people are gonna want to come in they're gonna want to watch it and we're extremely excited about city but we're also a, a european soccer bar we will always show all the mls but we'll never forget where we really are, which is a bar that opens up at 6 a.m. on Saturday, 7 a.m. on Sunday, and shows soccer until 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Yeah. And, you know, has tons of customers that come up to do that. That's what we do. We are going to have a new attraction, and that's the MLS. Yeah. And we can't wait for it. I mean, what a, what a great, you know, what a great deal for St. Louis and everybody around it. But also that you know, hey, we're we're European soccer first. We'll be MLS next, and it's not like we're not going to show. It. We're going to show everything. Yeah, we can't wait. It's just now, boy. Saturday's going to be six a.m. to midnight. Well, it's wow. Fu- so so I so I've got a I got a funny little tidbit story, kind of all the crosshairs of the tavern, European soccer, specifically Champions League game was on. MLS city in particular, the, you know the the local fan base, the new kind of stars that are in town. Because this is about a month ago, uh, no, maybe two months ago. Or so, uh, Champions League was a Tuesday. Uh, Dortmund's playing, and the bar has maybe 15 people in there. And I happened to walk outside for a second to go chat with somebody. Came back in, and a couple people kept looking around at the tables, 
the guy sitting at the back table with the older gentleman they were sitting there with two and I noticed because they were both had glasses of ice water. I'm like, that's weird, <laughs> you know, in the pub. But it was Berkey. Yeah, I was there that day. I did I did <clears throat> notice that before I left and I got a hold of right away of the BVB uh, fan club guys and I'm like, Oh boy, you guys missed it today. Yep. Like, I guess it was at the tavern. <laughs> Berkey was Dortmund's goalie last year. Uh, in the Champions he's, City's number one signing. Yeah. He, so, and and he coincidentally, he's... Tavern. He didn't tell anybody. He just showed up. Yeah, just showed up with... Highest uh, paid goalie in MLS. Okay. Is he really? Yeah, he's the highest paid goalie in the MLS. Yeah. So, but but anyway, I thought it was like kind of this like... I, I, I thought it was this kind of funny... Like, here's the new snapshot of what our backyard looks like where, you know, all these worlds are colliding and, you know, in the, in the future is unpredictable. I, I think you've nailed it. These worlds are colliding right this minute. And so, again, we talked about 20 years ago, 10 years ago, not being able to watch games. Now we're getting football in our backyard. I had two older people, um, relatives of friends, that hate soccer, just hit the word soccer. And one actually called it Lawn Fairies. <laughs> During the World Cup this year, Taxed me because of the fervor around St. Louis FC and saying, Oh, this is legit. I'm, I'm actually into this. This is amazing. This, this is transformational what is happening right now. I couldn't be more positive. Yeah, it, it is kind of funny because it's like so many of us have, you know, watched the games, struggled to watch the games, kind of in the shadows, right? Um, in the shadows, know, yeah, exactly right. You know, and I, and I think about, um, you know, a, as a youth here in America, the only way we could watch a game was Sunday morning on PBS and was soccer made in Germany. Uh, the, in Kansas City, that was actually on a Friday night. Oh, so you got the game a week later? Yep. Yeah, we got the game a week later. It was on a Friday <laughs> night. So it was Sunday morning on... It's not a real because I, I was the oldest child and I would babysit. And then at 10 o'clock, you know, right before it would go to the American flag and the, the little thing, they would show Soccer Night in America and they'd show the game from last week. Oh, wow. And I would sit there and I'd watch it because I was just like, yeah, I only had four stations. I'm 52. There was, there was only four TV stations. So, yeah. So, okay. So, real quick. I mean, you, we've kind of alluded to it a couple times, you know, the wrong side of the state. And now you just brought it up full circle here. You know, I talked about Dugan. I can understand how Dugan got here. At the end of the day, it was a girl. It was a girl, correct? And you, you know, and then it was beer and business, and St. Louis made sense. And she actually thought I was doing the the dad bod. <laughs> dad bod pod. Dad bod pod. We worked on those right before we came here yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what, Jared and I were talking earlier about new iterations of shows, etc. And that is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Now that would dad have to be on YouTube dad though. Pod. That's, that's video. The dad Thank God we're not. It wouldn't really yeah. work over microphones that well, would it? I guess it would because, you know. Yeah, it would. We don't want to show our dad it's all, bods. It's all imagination. That's it. Uh, so, I mean, let me just get right to the point. How does a Kansas City kid that did not, you know, grow up loving the game, uh, that is a rock chalk guy, baseball guy, how do you, how do you end up in Tower Grove South and, you know, 12, 14 years later become literally a soccer you know, savant. savant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
No savant. Uh, I'm the savant of soccer customers, <laughs> not of soccer team. Well, I did mention but you were the was, beer uh, Nazi. No, the Stelzers, you know, they, they got a hold of me, and we had talked about a bar, and then uh, when we decided it was time to do it, they got a hold of me, and, uh, and they, you know, they're like, oh, soccer, and like, soccer bar, what the hell is that? And they said, well, we'll open at 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. on this day, and I said, no. Well, I won't. That's great. I'll do all the rest of the days, and that's not a big deal. And then after we opened up, you know, I started looking at the numbers of the mornings of soccer, and I would be like, I need to be there. Wait, that many people were showing up? Yeah, we're at, at 7 a.m. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, we had, and our new bar, our bartenders were the greatest. And I'm like, well, I'll never take it. The second, the first guy left in the morning. Yeah. Well, it's I funny. Was like, you, I was like, I'm in. Hold on, I, I got to come up work come morning. No, it's funny because you know, you know, so, I I was I've been around the industry and in the industry a long, long time, and I've always told jokes to other people, like about Amsterdam, you know, because if you got a small neighborhood bar, realistically, the math is pretty simple, right? If you a Friday night or a Saturday night in a in a neighborhood bar, if you can put two grand, twenty five hundred in the drawer, that's a really good night, right? And I always joke because <laughs> Amsterdam. That's before noon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you guys start stepping on the gas and the games are on, and all of a sudden you got four, five, six grand in the till by noon. By and happy then it's hour. like, oh my God, yeah. now we're going to open for business. Right. Yeah, you everybody know? else is coming in. I mean, yeah. it was it was for a while there, you know, when, when you couldn't be open on Sundays. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Quick disclaimer. If any IRS agents are listening to this show, <laughs> where Amsterdam Tavern is actually I located knew. on the hill. It is not on Morganport. <laughs> yeah, we actually don't own it anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, when the, when you couldn't be open on Sundays and back in the day, we'd be open on Sunday and it was, yeah, you know, we... You'd <laughs> be in there and it would be just a shit show. No, but that, and everything but that was the crazy. beauty of, of the pub. I mean, yes. in, in the early days, on some Sundays, there might be only like three of us. Yeah. But for a big game, there'd be like 30 of it. And it meant that you guys would make money. You guys probably lost money on the days there were three of us. But you kept going. Oh, but you got to be open. You got to be open. Well, you guys, that, open, you know, it doesn't matter. Look, it still that, happens that, now. That, with it. That is a TED Talk in the, in the making because we've been around so many, all of us have been around industry people forever. And I've always said, look, if you got good people and you got a decent concept and you got a good vibe in the space, number, number one rule is always be open. Don't, don't be afraid of the overhead, right? And I think that's where you guys hammered it. You were yeah. like... Right. Well, you know, whether I, I've been in hey, there, I, I think there was a few times where it was me and you me were and the you. only two yeah. in the bar. Quite, quite possible. I, Liverpool playing Brentford. Yeah. 6.30. Shit. I might have been there yeah. and literally three people. And maybe you come in early to watch it. Yeah. The Chelsea I wasn't coming in for Liverpool. Yeah, I know. I'm sure maybe, you weren't. Maybe I was coming in to but pay my But they didn't make money. <laughs> they didn't make money that morning. But they made money because they knew I was coming back. <laughs> yeah, Next Saturday, yeah. For yeah. Arsenal away at yeah. 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah. But, or the or the customers and could count on. Them. I could rely on them. Yeah, I yep, could, absolutely. I could. No, you know, I, I look. I stock in them. I I, mean? I I love I love you. I love all you guys. I love the place, and, I, and and I'm like I do believe there is like this fundamental lesson just in B you know B to C marketing. Like if you really love your customers. 
just be there for them. And, focus, and that's what you guys did. They're the easiest on the to love. The customer and everything else will follow. I mean, the second I started putting in time in the morning for soccer mornings, I was like, all right, all right, I got to start cultivating this whole deal now. This yeah. is like, this is beyond what, what I even knew you could even... I mean, there's no American sport that anybody no. gets behind right. well, like this. There isn't. I'm sorry. It's, it's not, not. It's not the same. Way. Well, only college football. But that's one day. Yeah, and, still, and that's not look, even close. You can. I get a college football fan up at 6 a.m. to tell them come watch a fucking game. They're not. It doesn't matter. The, the soccer fan, man, when it when they're coming in, they're coming in, they're coming in in yeah. force, and they're coming in all the time. Yeah. They, they, a yeah. World Cup comes around, they're taking off. Like 16 days I, of work I, that they've planned for four <laughs> years just to go to every game. Or, or you have customers that for 12 years in a row, for every World Cup, they'll they'll pay you an absorbent yes, amount of money. Yes, they for seats. That's for, what do we do? <laughs> I, I don't mind sharing with in the early days when there was nobody there, like trying to pacify the bartender Wait, for being there. Just to stay for another one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, can I buy you breakfast i'm gonna run across to the 7-eleven dude i'll buy what, what do you need what do you need now yeah. hey, when you know I, no I, one's gonna be there nobody, it's, it's just a shit it's match. me and you you've had to crawl out of bed i've been looking forward to this you've thank been you reading this <laughs> right <laughs> well and that's me, what we do let me ask you this so what what did your guys is the brain trust there when the mls tried to uh, decided to tweak their schedule JB mentioned it briefly. How awesome are Saturdays going to be? When I mean, what what is that going to look like? I mean, could you guys can you store enough beer there? It's literally <laughs> going to be six a.m. until midnight. I mean, well, what do they do the nine o'clock? Six a.m. till eleven. I mean, it's we don't know yet. I mean, we can't wait. It's going to be an amazing time, but our priority is the morning. Sure. Yep. Until the mid afternoon, and then we'll get everybody else. Going. Then we'll retool. Our priority well, is the morning. I, I I see the MLS fan base and the MLS uh, engagement with with the tavern, with any of these soccer pubs that that that, that attempt to do what you guys are doing. You, you're going to have a lot of people that are like, I mean, let's just call it what it is. They're going to be newbies, yes. and. You know, and there's going to be a certain amount of expectation. And a lot of these individuals, their only other experience with the game on TV would have been, will have been, like the World Cup. You're They're, absolutely right. So, look, no offense to MLS, but we all know that game on Apple TV is not going to be fluid like a World Cup game, right? It's it just not. It's That's improving. It's improving. The players are getting better. The teams are getting better. And now we have skin in the game. The format's getting better. I mean, clearly, where they're going to put it on, like, an NFL ticket type. Yeah. Where they're going to centralize it. Like, to me, if you got, like, a a marquee top six English team playing that Saturday morning, you follow it up with another marquee team, and then you have a city away game, like, at the early game in Chicago. Yeah, noon game. You know, if you got – I mean, you're going to have – Eight hours of, I mean, the barbacks are going to be the busiest yeah, cocksuckers in time. There. That's primetime soccer. I mean, it, it, and that's kind of what we're always looking at. You know, it's like, wow, wouldn't it? There's going to be days when, you know, City's going to have a game that's going to be like, oh, 
God, this is going to be a nuts day. Because not only was it going to be nuts for the Premier League, maybe um, uh, some Italian, maybe some La Liga, maybe, you know, Syria. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an insane day for the MLS, which we would never have said before. No. Never. No. Never have said yeah. it before. No, it's, now, for it's you. great that we and, can. Well, and, and the other thing is, like, to talk about another sport here really since the Stanley Cup run a couple of years ago, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. After five o'clock, you know your your NHL presence with the Blues. Oh yeah, it's been good. Has has completely blown. So so like the biggest look, the biggest could, year we ever had was 2019 when the Blues made the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I mean that was. That so was you bad, get huh? you get the World Cup going crazy every night for like a while or whatever every day, but no, this, the Blues everyone's invested in the same team. Yep. Everybody was. So, like, when they started to go, and people had that feeling. I did. Everyone did. We all had the feeling. They, God, this team might win it all. Yeah. So the buildup was just monumental to yeah. what was going on. And if you look back through our social media and see it all now, I mean, the stuff that was going on, because it was all pre-COVID. It was chaos. It was, just, it was, it was complete mayhem. It yeah. was beyond anything I could ever dream of. It was so wild. Every night, 300 people. Going crazy, God. win or lose. What Patty Maroon goal in the in the court in the conference final? It was overtime goal. Patty Maroon. Oh, got against Dallas. What, what happened there? I mean, did the fucking Everything, roof I mean, it was, blow off? I was standing on top of the bar, pouring Malort in people's mouths, and they didn't care. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, believe I, I referenced that at the intro. That's right? as big as it gets. I, mean, I, I genuinely think from now, the when USA has the World Cup. Oh, I think, 2026 I is going to be roof I mean, you might as well just block the street for the yeah, month. Might as we're well. trying to hire the greatest employees and managers ever because I told Stelzers, I'm like, hey, guys, we're not going to be at the bar for <laughs> I, the whole month. Like, what the hell are we going to do? I, you gonna, yeah, no, do yeah. the math. I know how old you guys are. That is going to blow Hey, Dugan, Dugan, yeah. I want to I hear some more of your uh, lovely accent here for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a specific question for you. Do you want um, you can tax me. <laughs> uh, you, 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 you have 12, 13 years on your own of experiences and stories at, at Amsterdam. And yes. you've rode the roller coaster yeah. on your team's back through the dung piles and up to the top of the mountain. Um, what's your favorite experience there? Like the one memory. Uh, first time at Anfield. There, there's... No, 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 no. Oh. Not, not your oh, favorite stock at Amsterdam. Oh, Borussia. Um, uh, Michael UF, Owen. UF, no, no, no. UEFA Cup. Um, uh, Dejan Lovren. 4-3 Borussia Dortmund. There will never be a moment like that again in my life. Wow. Um, uh, Karen. Um, Montgomery? Who, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. Who goes up there? I nearly plowed her to death. <clears throat> <laughs> on, on the way to celebrate, I've had so many magic. I've had so many magic moments up there, but alcohol takes it. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but listen, the positivity is is unreal. You no, know? You, you, it, it's it's become kind of like because I sit back and watch you guys, you know, the Liverpool fans in particular, and I've seen the the mushroom effect, right? Just compounding and more and more and more fans, and clearly in the uh, Van Dyke years and the the run, I, I mean, there, there's it's a, it's a Pulisic effect times ten. Right, and I wish I wish, and I can't speak for other people. I I wish 
some of her other fans are more respectful. Uh, and I don't say respectful saying ladies first or whatever. I don't like when people chow down. I, I, I'm not a... I'm in it for the long haul. I wish other yeah. people would. What's more annoying? Um, uh, unjustified shit talking or unjustified complaining about every freaking foul is a red card? And Both. Uh, really. Um, I have three different hits in my life. Number one is a Man United fan. <laughs> number two is a Man United fan that happens to be English. <laughs> yeah. And number three is a Man United fan that's not English but supports the English. Oh, wow. So that's where I... Um, you, 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 your laser focus is on uh, those three individuals? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like, what, like 20 to 20 or 21 to we, 20, we, and we, that what the deal is with Man I, U and Liverpool? I, I think What's Lyle, the deal? Are you guys winning or losing? Come on, admit winning. it now. We're winning. Lyle, I mean, right. he, he said it well earlier. You know, there, there's, there's people that turn up at the pub or the bar and don't know, right? And I don't mind talking to them. It doesn't bother me. But I hate when somebody tells me or hate when somebody says a reason no or says a reason why not or says a reason to flip. I don't... I'm not always comfortable yeah. with that. <clears throat> I, I don't mind what team you support. I'm great with that. Good for you. Your team at Jersey reminds you of the school team you had. Great, great. Your Newcastle fan, great. But please don't flip teams. And number two, please don't tell me you flip teams because of something that Liverpool did. And that really irritates me. Well, my son did that. Like, we had a serious, like, come to Jesus moment in our house. What do you mean? My, my middle son. Like, you know. Lyle knows. We, you know, he's he's seen all my kids kind of grow up through the tavern over the years, and every one of those beautiful little boys of mine had Chelsea jerseys on, and, and of course it was indoctrination. I mean, I mean that's just. But don't yeah, but tell then me they you, get a brain. Well, don't tell one, me you, one thinks he did. No, no, no. So let me let me be a little clearer <laughs> about calling out people. I, I don't like if you flip because of religion or race. Okay, I see where you're going with that. And we had a couple of prominent Liverpool fans flip to Chelsea, believe it or not, oh. because of said. And I, I, I don't have respect for that. Oh no, 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 no! You can't. Yeah, I mean, you can't do that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying you can't like dribble that out there, <laughs> like, you know. That's next episode. Who, who do? Who do? They, who, who? Who specifically? Oh, come on. Lyle's like, I know. He knows. I know. He knows. No, he does. Look, th three people are listening to this show right now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, there's you know. at least seven tonight because I got yeah. some family. My, kid, my kids too, by the way. My kids are listening. I got a question. Being from Ireland yes. and your um, uh, dislike or disdain for Man U, yes. where do you stand on Roy Keane? Uh, an amazing player, uh, no question. But, but yes, I was yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what he did, what he did, and his I'm gonna call it the hour of power. Yeah, he was captain of our country. Uh, this is Saipan. This is Japan in the World Cup. 
and he decided to turn his back and go home early. What he should have done is play the game and just punch Mick McCarthy in the mouth <laughs> if he wanted to. Yeah. He should have played the game. I get Roy King. I actually get him. I actually respect him. Some fucking player, by the way. Is he the best Irish player ever? Uh, no, Liam Brady. That's, Liam Brady is? Yeah. No, he's, he couldn't list. Okay. Liam Brady. Okay. Arsenal player, by the way. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, Liam Brady was. And actually. Name two more. Greatest Irish <laughs> player? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I'm American. I mean, imagine the irony of me asking you. So, being honest, if we, if we get geopolitical, Georgie Best, Pelly said was one of the greatest players. Yeah, he said Pelly uh, said that. You know uh, who Pelly was the second best player after Georgie Best. You know who said that? Patch. Yeah, Patch. Steve Patcher on our George, show. Georgie yeah. Best was who who played in the NASL early years. He played against Georgie Best was like a natural, like a Mara, like a like a Mara, like a. a a tortured spirit, like a Maradona, had it all, but but FIFA can never use Did him. Did you take tor- tortured spur? Tortured spirit. Oh, uh, spirit. Spirit. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. See, th- <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. Like right now, that yeah, accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our Woo. listener count is yeah, off yeah. the charts. But like a talent. <laughs> I was about to lose it for no reason. Like a talent, but but you can't sell him on a poster because he's a bad boy. Yeah. Or like you know what I mean. Yeah. Georgie Best was something else. And, and he played for Man United, by the way. Yes, he did. So I should naturally hit him. He was right? great in victory, too. Yeah. Stolen was better. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, come on. Rocky, Balboa. Uh, Rocky, the five-foot-three five goalie. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has two of those yeah, but, when uh, they're in the sixth grade. Uh, who, uh, oh, my God, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> uh, Mexico goalie. Um, oh, no, no, Mark Lawrenson. Was Campos? Unbelievable. Yeah. Jorge Wasn't Campos? he like five-six? He wasn't tall. That's Are you I'm trying saying. to justify Sylvester no, Stallone? I'm saying Stallone. Have you seen enough? Because if you're trying to justify him playing goalie in victory, there's no justification. Why? Why Nobody is there not? Nobody five foot four can play goalie. Have you not period. seen how fast he got up there in stairs? sixth grade? Oh my gosh! Sixth grade. I think. I think period. you're killing me. Right, I would guys. agree. Here's our here's here's what we're gonna do real quick, um, because it's time for a quick break. Let me see here. No, it's not your fault. There we go. Oh, you know what's going on, guys? I'm very sorry. And this is actually on the air. So I have a family Spotify account. My son knows I'm on the show. He thinks he's funny. You know, he just dropped Baby Shark. You know what? It's great. The we're, new Baby Shark yeah, video? We're, we're gonna, I love Baby Shark. We're taking... We're riding into this quick break for uh, refills on... Baby, Baby shark. shark. And yeah. it'll be in all of our heads for the rest of the week. Yeah, he's got it. Here we go, right here. Yes. Uh. Is this the son of the musician or the son of the. No, this is the son that thinks he's super funny and. Um, is that the same song? Uh, he's never riding a family car again. See? There we go. Yeah, go ahead, man. Family car again. Never (laughs) riding in the family car again. Again, again. All right, we'll be right back after this break, guys. Hey, everyone. JB here with Soccer Dad Pod. This break is intended to be both informative and an opportunity. 
Little did you know that we are accepting sponsors. Really. And as a sponsor of the show, you would get to talk to a demographic primarily consisting of parents, some soccer fans, and most definitely drinkers. Consider this an opportunity to let our listeners and social media followers know what it is you do and why you deserve some of their money. If interested in this incredible opportunity, just email us at soccerdadpod at gaslightstl.com. Now, back to the mindless banter. Liverpool's going down. <laughs> Liverpool, 12th in the table. 12, 12, 12. So are you 12th in the table? You're not 12th in the table. I'm making that up, but it could be. I was going to say. How many spots is Fulham ahead of you? Fulham was Four. in sixth before they uh, lost. Time. Oh, yeah. All right. Clearly. By the way, Fulham is the most weird fan group. Yeah. In tavern history, yeah. yes, where they will li- yes. like a couple of times, there have been like thirty-five Fulham fans that yes. show up for a match, yes, and then they make the Premier League, and, and mostly and and a lot like, of girls. There's like four guys yeah. there, really, after yeah. they make it. It's They're all from Fulham, Missouri. Yeah, that's true. It's a strange it's a dynamic. Long <laughs> ride, right? I live in Winston. Uh, I mean, Fulham and Man City. I mean, with Tim Ream on there, you would think that they would just be like a shit show, and it's not. Fulham and Man City's following at Amsterdam never makes sense to me. Well, that never that uh, that didn't take long. We're back. We're right back at it. Uh, Roll us in with a little dropkick Murphys again. Just I don't know, man. Dugan trying to make you feel at home. Thank you. You know and. I know Lyle likes a little more punk rock, a little heavier. Right. So, kind of the a chats, the chats, the chats. Listen to the chats, people. <laughs> okay, on it. Um, so, uh, we've 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 talked about a lot, but we've. I mean, the the options are unlimited. You 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 just mentioned that you were like, oh my god, I. I I've been studying all day trying to remember, you know, team results. Uh, we we're not that smart. Um, there are plenty of podcasts uh, everywhere that are popping up in St. Louis, in particular. It's funny because similar to the pub world, the podcast world, everybody's jumping on the city bandwagon, right? Yeah, copycats. Uh, not copycats because our format is literally way more like just kind of a bunch of nerds that might have played at a high level or not and are engaged in the game or in the community. No high level here. No, no high no. level here, no, David. No, no yeah. high level here. Um, and, and there are plenty of podcasts that... Disagree. I, I, <laughs> no, I just uh, kidding. You know, I've listened to, 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 to quite a few of them and, and look, at the end of the day, the info that they're pumping out, I mean, it's like an encyclopedia. Right. You want to learn about your team? There are much better podcasts to listen to than ours. If you, if you want to get in the weeds of the players and their backgrounds and all well, that stuff. We don't stuff. need the scores. I mean, we watch the games. We don't need to. Right. Uh, uh, we can. We got, yeah. we got a phone. Yeah, no, 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 have you heard about what's holding Tottenham back for the last 10 years? Uh, Tottenham. Yeah, or Loris. <laughs> Whichever one you want. He doesn't like Loris. I, yeah, I mean, he can. Don't even get me started. He can guys. like, like or dislike whoever look, he wants. Man, he's because the king I mean, look, of the howler in a big match. Howler in a big match. 
That's called Lloris. Yeah, but and then did. people go, oh, but he won, yeah, a, but World he won Cup. a World Cup with France. Bingo. I don't root for France. I don't Hot care. If he plays for USA, <laughs> that'd be fine. He plays for France. Do it for my club. For 10 years, you have been my goalie, and you have done nothing except give up yeah, howlers in big matches against clubs that we should have beaten. And he's weak okay, at distributing so the ball. He really very, is. Very, very. For that high of an international goalie. Point, what, you, what you guys just experienced is exactly how Lyle negotiates beer contracts. <laughs> he, he's uh, very firm in his opinion, um, which brings me to a question that I've always thought about. 14 years, an untold number of taps, handles, cans, flavored IPAs, and now seltzers, and all... Grapefruit the- IPA was the big game changer that all of a sudden everyone uh, thought everyone Radler? wanted. Radler? No, no, just grapefruit IPAs. So Radler is, a, is still a genius level move. No, but the grapefruit IPA was when it officially jump the shark. Okay, so so you uh, you you are uh what what's old boy that's on bar rescue? What's that guy's name? Taffer. John Taffer. Taffer. You are the Taffer. I am of the Taffer of Amsterdam. Okay. So, my question to you, some cute little kid and his partners come to you and say, "You guys are so smart. Please give us advice. We can only afford 5 beers in our new bar. What should they be?" Civil Life Brown, Four Hands Incarnation, uh, Urban Chestnut Zwickle. I love when uh, people say it with the right way because I never call it Zwickle. Yeah, Zwickle. Yeah, Zwickle. That's fancy. Got to say it the right way. Yeah, okay. you know. Okay. It, it, I, I, I'm good. sorry to cut in. Three. Um, let's see. That's three of them. Let's go with um, Miller Lite. Oh, uh, Castlemaine Four X. It's my favorite beer in the history of my lifetime. You have to sell that, though. No, no, but hey, listen. I'm just telling everyone right You're now. You're trying to give this Castle guy advice Maine to be successful. X is the greatest beer in the world. Bitter, gold, either one, anyone you want to try. Um, what about Nick Ultra? Because that's got to be a big seller. Nick Ultra is actually a huge seller anytime USA Soccer plays. Any women. It is <laughs> my wife crazy. won't drink anything else. And the other beer that sells when USA Soccer plays that does not sell any other time is Michelob, uh, or is a Budweiser. What's the one? Select uh, the red one. Select. That's crazy. I mean, we we literally Bud don't sell awful. that. And then USA Soccer <clears throat> plays, and it's like, did we just sell twelve cases of Bud Select last night? Like, what happened? Were, were they dated? Like, no, nine, no, nine they weren't back. dated. Oh, I, another one I'd put in is UCBC Bushelhead. The Bushelhead cider is uh, a it's a it's that a is great a cider. cider. And also that's the, that's for those cider of I've you had. right, and for those of you getting into it, it's seven point four percent alcohol. So it's uh, it's kind of one of those nice ones. You can have one of those, and it's kind of like having two beers. And uh, you know that's a really good beer. And I'm going to tell you tonight the uh, the ESB here from uh, Wellspent. It's been spectacular. Do you like it? It's been spectacular. Oh, that beer is delicious. Yeah. This has been getting real informative. Yeah, the ESB. We were tonight. just talking about how we don't uh, know shit. I, you, you know, I. So I have this. Little, I'm, this is my second uh, ESB, and it's really, really good. I love ESBs. So. We we were literally joking because I I, I I have a commercial in the early episodes that is like, 
basically soliciting sponsorship. It's like, hey, informative and, you know, an opportunity. And you just like this, this second half of the show already. I mean, you just laid out. If you're a small pub with no money, buy these beers. They will sell. You know, well spent. Just got a, another pop. Pop. Um, because, again, you know, you're listening. We One. like these guys. They've, they've been great to us. They're a partner of ours. Uh, but I'm telling you, come soccer season, when downtown is crammed, this is a solution. Their this beer is, is delicious. The beer is delicious. It, it's, it, 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 it makes sense. And, again... Just park and yeah, walk. I mean, one thing you can do, I mean, if you're opening a bar, you can sell as much Bud, Bud Light, Bud Select, Bush, uh, Michelob Ultra as you want to. Uh, but if you start working with your local brewers and you start doing special events with them and getting beers cheaper and, and having special nights, th- those are always going to sell more. Than Builds that. a community. Yeah. I mean, though, like, you know what? I found Bud, Bud Light, Bud Select, all that crap. That's all... That's all like major event beers. Like when we have a major event at the bar, I'm talking major, like fucking huge. Are you talking about World Those Cup, World Cup, 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 Champions League but, final? But no, no, wait, wait, no, wait a second though. You didn't even do that because you were loyal to your partner. You shut down the block. They backed up a truck, and you had right. What was that how, truck how, on there? How many pallets? We of only Zwickle? sold Zwickle outside. That's it. That's the only thing we sold. That's brilliant. And I mean, that's you know what though? That's what you do when you're working with partners, especially local partners. I mean, yeah. it's, you scratch back. We, we all know about uh, AB and what they are now and all that kind of stuff. It, it is what it is. But all your local partners will work with you, and they will try to make your event nice. I mean, everybody needs to work with their local partners. That's yeah. it. That is all you can do, man. Sell local beer, promote local beer. They will promote you. It's the same way with soccer with us. I mean, look, we did. We wanted soccer to be big. We didn't advertise it. You know who advertised it? Our customers. Yeah, the people. They they started advertising it, and then the next thing you know, after we opened, there was this thing called Facebook, and then another thing called Instagram. And the next thing you know, I would get on there after I took it over, and I'd be like, wow, look at all these people talking about Amsterdam Tavern on this social thing, on the web thing. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm an older yeah. guy. I'm like, you know, and I'd be like, holy crap, I got to get on here, and I got to talk to these people, and we got to see what's going on. Well, it's amazing. I, 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 it's I, I, really amazing. I, look, there's love. There's We've love never love paid room, a man. dollar to advertise, ever. We've uh, not until Soccer Dad Pod. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> first <laughs> advertising in our wiki, right. in our Wikipedia. Oh, thank first God you advertising. Take, uh, thank God you take Ethereum. <laughs> oh, I'll take that all day. It's good. <laughs> no, hey, so um, uh, real quickly, I mean, we're circling back around to the pub. Uh, I mentioned earlier that you've seen all my kids grow up over the years coming into the pub. Uh just a quick one-on-one. If somebody is listening, a soccer mom or soccer dad that has made it this far into the episode, you know, safe place to bring the kids. Absolutely. Uh, how, how do you feel about it? What, what's the options? Talk, let's talk about the I mean, food. One of let's my biggest posts from this last weekend was my kids coming there. You bring your kids up, Dugan, all the time. Shay and Connor, they love it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. So my kids come up there and, you know, they love the red stuff they put in the, the Sprite, whatever. Shirley the Temples. Kitty, thank you. Grenadine. Um, 
but my my older one and younger one both have uh, they can play the FIFA game now, and so I'm not encouraging people to have their kids at the pub. However, my God, if there's a pub, I can encourage them to be at. I gotta tell you, we we um, during the England game, we went to uh, Shine took care of us. We went over to US. Uh, we went to Urban. Watch the game just because it, we we could we could watch it have the, the sound on be <laughs> yeah, because I we because don't you, watch it, I don't yeah. watch games there anymore. It was Mardi Gras for that game there, so everybody was like, "Let's go to um, let's go to Amsterdam after the game." So we go. We got Grady. We got Brady. We got Drew. We got. All of we, our boys. We got all of our boys, and they're, they come in in their city gear, and there's a bunch of soccer players there, soccer fans, and they're asking our kids a bunch of questions. And I, to this day, Drew's like, when are we going back to Amsterdam? Because he felt like a little star there. I mean, Well, it, I mean, it is one of those things that the people that are there, like they're cognizant of the surrounding. You're looking at the jerseys. Uh, you want to be part of it. And when you do see, there's, there's so many familiar faces. JB, you're absolutely right. So, so my my oldest boy turned up with an Argentina shirt. So got a lot of love from the people from Argentina, but he had different jerseys on at different times and different love from different sets of people. That's what's cool. That's community about yeah. Amsterdam Tavern. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and these kids that are watching, right? That have been coming in, growing up with the game. Um, I mean, we're all, we all sound kind of like. You know, uh, I mean, this, look, this is a soccer dad podcast, JB, and I'll tell you this: like, my wife is a she's an elementary school teacher. Yep. And so I go to her school all the time, and when I walk into her school, you're a rock star. More than I see than anybody <laughs> anywhere else is there are Messi and yeah. Ronaldo and Mbappe and all those kids. There are more. I'm not shitting you. There are more kits for fucking soccer than there are for goddamn hockey, Cardinals. baseball, and football By combined. Far. It's not even fucking close. Brewery lights. What? I mean, it's I went not twice. even close, yeah, guys. No, when it we walked, we, when close. we walked in here, we saw we saw the guys from the Luligans. Uh, yeah, yeah, over yeah. Here having a meeting and saw the hat and everything, and it spurred me to make a comment to Jared. I'm like, you know, I mean, City's crushed it. On getting the branding out because there's not a place you can go in town right now. I guarantee you, you go to any restaurant on the hill uh, in Soulard, you go anywhere, you're gonna see city gear. They're sold out of kids' shirts. I can tell you that for a fact. They are sold out of kids' shirts, which is embarrassing. Like, how do you not have enough but, for everybody? But it's coming. It's I know, but still, <laughs> it's like that. That, that sounds like a beer complaint. Though, Where's my handle? I mean, the kids, the kids at these schools, it is amazing. When I go to that school no, I and I look around, because I'll sit there with my wife after school and I'll be like, customer, 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 no. customer, 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 customer. No. I'm like, there's future customers all over this school. Did they run out of Jameson at Amsterdam that day we were there? Um, Jamie <laughs> took the last two bottles <laughs> and then we had to go powers. to Powers. I was a Powers guy. I'm the one that brought you guys Powers in. Early on, yeah, I me and Dan Brown. You remember for Dan Brown for a long time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Tanner Bees. Yep. Right. You you remember Tanner Bees down on Shenandoah, close to? Uh, you why well, you you were part? Uh, you, yeah, you were Poor down Dan. there. Uh, you don't need you know you don't need to whisper. You can just own it, own up to it. Anyway, <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because like you know talking about the kid jersey thing. 
Um, I noticed that a couple years ago, and I, I, I forget who I was talking to, but we were talking about the growth of soccer in general. It's one of those stupid soccer dad conversations where you're having a couple pints and like predicting what's going to happen. Because this is prior to the team get uh, or St. Louis getting the team. It's when they were bidding for the team. And the guy I was with was like, man, I, don't, I just don't see it. I don't see how it's going to survive. And I literally brought up that argument. I'm like, look, my kids at the time, they were at college school in uh, Clark and Webster. And I'm like, go pick your kids up from school and look at what all of these little kids are wearing. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, talk into the microphone. It is. It's insane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like these kids, I attribute it to, first and foremost, FIFA. The video game. Absolutely. It's the video game first. It is the video game first. No, I mean, yeah. they, that, like my son, when he starts talking about certain sports players in any sport now, because he plays a little bit of stuff, and I'll be like, how the hell do you know about him? And he'll be like, oh, I saw him in uh, FIFA. I saw him in NBA. Maybe 2K. 2K yeah. You know, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Same. Oh, okay. Well, but then they look in these games now, it's like the same fucking guy. It's like, uh, it's almost like he's watching the guy on regular TV. It's, yeah. it's funny. So I was telling JB about the city merch. Um, I went to the city brewery lights at AB uh, two separate times with two different groups of people within a couple of weeks apart. It's kind of weird to go there twice in a row, but, I, I mean, I like beer gardens and uh, going to the hill. For <laughs> I like beer. I like yeah. Christmas. So, so we went there. I'm a good free Catholic beer. boy. There's a pattern. And there was a lot of people both nights because um, ext- the weather was extremely good. So, like, the city merch is kind of weird. It's like if you're driving down a road and you're on a motorcycle and you pass the other motorcycle and you wave at the one motorcycle because you're on a motorcycle. Or, like, <laughs> if you're down. in a Jeep <laughs> and that guy's in a Jeep and it's a Jeep thing oh, you won't understand. Don't, don't get me started right. on so, so, it's weird. Like, the city guy, yeah. like, the one time I went and I just I had a city jacket on and... I'm, I'm telling you, I, I saw 13 people within the first 10 minutes. You're absolutely and right. They were wearing city gear and they were like, Hey, man. And I'm like, hey, man. That you know, is I mean, happening it's right now. I'm telling you, you're absolutely right because that is happening right now. I mean, it's, it's kind of like no matter what they've done up to this point, I would say the thing they've done the best is literally brand the team and move it to the market, you know? Well, Be- Because that logo, there's nobody in the metropolitan area that does not know what that logo is. Right. But where the where they have screwed up is the lack of Adidas stuff. Yeah, that and never is having what enough. I'm going to hold against them. They don't ever have enough stuff. They don't There's have never enough, enough stuff. Like whenever they got some, it's gone right away. Don't give me the shit like you're trying to make. Oh, uh, let's make people get hyped. No, have enough stuff for everyone to buy. Just sell like it. Like, my kids already forgot about it that he doesn't have a kit. Yeah. He's like, ah, fuck it, Dad. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Literally, he's like, you know, he's I mean, like, he what sounds do you like a fu- He sounds like a future beer buyer. Yeah, absolutely. He's going <laughs> to tell those guys, look, if you don't have it, fuck it. That's what we do. So, so let me ask you guys this. I mean, because again, the, uh, it's, it, our show is called Soccer Dad Pod, right? Not Soccer Dad Bod. I mean, I, I know I know your wife was like, what the fuck are you guys doing there, uh, wives? Um, Soccer Dad Pod. But both of you 
are, in fact, dads that have children that play soccer. Yes. So, let's start. Yeah, let's start with you, Dugan. Um, how, how, how do how do you how, how do you navigate your love affair with the game, your passion for excellence as a Liverpool fan, and have children that play the sport that you love? First off, do you put them on a team called Liverpool? I did. <laughs> <laughs> In and, spite and, of. and so let me explain that. All right. So, so <laughs> my old, oldest boy actually played for Scott Gallagher. Okay. And then uh, Webster Groves, Webster United, whatever it was, decided to reformat and become a Liverpool franchise. Love it. And I'm like, I'm in. Where do I send the checks? No, wait, wait, wait. Exactly wait. Right. No, no, no. We're going to peel that onion back a little bit, though. Oh, let's peel back. Keep, oh. keep going. No, 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 okay. So, so when <laughs> my older boy was at, at Scott Gallagher, I helped parent coach. But the second they said, this has happened over there, I jumped. <laughs> nice. But let's talk about why. What's... <laughs> well, part of that did you not get? <laughs> Love it. I'm being honest. I, you know, you get, you get, you get the hall pass of all hall passes because we all love you. Oh, uh, thank you. But you literally shifted your child, yeah, because you wanted a particular logo on his jersey. Correct. And that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not arguing that point. Um, so, and that has not worked out full time. Um, Look, I let, let me interrupt you yeah, because um, I've known you for a long time. I've yes. been around your boys in different scenarios, and a few times we've been out and actually played with your boys. Uh, they're good. They're very good. They're very like in into Shan Kana. Yeah, I mean he's he's just and the funny thing is like the true story. You know, we, you know you you were you were telling your story about you know the first time you met Dugan. Well, I have a uh, Connor story. <laughs> you know, the first time I met him, we all ran up to football club over on Manchester. Um, you know is that place like uh, in that warehouse like right there off the bridge. It is, and they just got just their- went to a birthday party there. Never knew about it, and it was pretty insane. Awesome. And they just got their liquor license. Yeah, that was this weekend, and we're yeah. trying to work on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we were going to talk about that. Yeah. But uh, So anyway, we go there, and we're playing, and I've got my boys there. And I had reached out, because I think it was over like winter break or something. I'm like, hey, let's just get people that live in the city. Because most of the kids that play on my son's teams, they live way the hell out in the burbs. So there's a small group of people that live in the city, and you being one. So I reached out, and your son came out. And go out there, and you know, at the time, uh, I didn't feel overtly, uh, overly dad bodish, soccer dad bod at the time. So I was out there playing with him, and and I knew that he was a Liverpool fan, right? Clearly, he's your child. He came out. He had a Liverpool kid on because Grandma brought him. And we're on the field playing a little bit. And something happened, and I looked at him. And I'm like, look, man, it's okay. You know, being a Liverpool fan, it'll get better. And he goes, well, based on the way you look, being a Chelsea fan never turns out well. 
And Ooh. I look at this kid and I'm like, you are Dugan's child. <laughs> like, so that's my, that's my Dugan Somebody eldest. Shake. Yeah. And so now they are moving through the ranks. And I believe right now they're, he's part of the pool. Uh, you know, address that real quick. Uh, Connor is in the, uh, the pathway program, which Connor is in the pathway program, which I think next year gives him a shot. He's not quite there yet, but gives him a shot this year of maybe making the city uh, team. City team. But so our focus just continues. I know I don't want to say continues to be in full. I don't want to be a regenerator generator. Um, we're just loving football, and uh, he's loving football. So let me ask you this: yeah. Let's say he goes through this process. Yes. City extends the offer mm-hmm. and gives him a spot in that camp, and then the local Liverpool club comes out with the new kits. There is no. Um, what do you choose, Dugan? Liverpool. <laughs> no, we choose football. I mean, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Listen, uh, you know, both boys are doing the Missouri ODP, which a lot Thank of people frown on and a lot of people love. And I'm not quite sure where my mind is on that one. Yeah. With the Olympic Development Program. Listen, I, I want my kids to play as much football as they can. But I want my kids to play as much golf, tennis, anything but sitting in the damn house playing iPad. So I'm yeah. loving what they're doing right now. Yeah, and, what, what? And and I don't want to put pressure on my kid either because, listen, he's 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 doing the thing at at, at St. Louis FC and he got some free gear from that, which is kind of cool. <laughs> and I told him his size is double XL. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I'm loving that he's involved. I'm, I'm loving that he's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a good kid. Yeah. That's but what I, I want him to. That's be. great. La, what, what about your, your two? Who's uh, who? my? They both quit playing soccer. They were scared by fans when the bar is so crowded. <laughs> they, they, they ruined it. it. They literally do. They hate it. They're like, Dad, is it going to be crowded when we go up there? I'm like, Yes. Okay, do I have to go? No. Yeah. And my son has started to go a little bit. I mean, they, they get freaked out, you know. I mean, it's it's, it's a intense. wild scene up there when, it, when it's crazy. When you are four feet two and you're walking through a room yeah, full ahead. of, uh, you know, six feet tall people, that well, can't be comfortable. I mean, you got you got uh, the last episode, uh, JB did it with Jared Embeck, the university, our Akron University head coach, men's soccer. It was at Amsterdam. I think Leeds was playing uh, Villa. Villa, and you. There were times where uh, uh, I mean, we kind of knew what was going on because of what we're doing. There was a soccer game in the background, and it was a disgust. But if if somebody just went in there and didn't know, it, was, it sounded like there was a fist fight multiple times going oh, on. Oh well, so, yeah. So, yeah. So so you were there. You 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 had just I walked, walked out. Yeah, yeah. I walked and the in. and the tables next to us, you had a table of. Three Villa fans, clear cut. They had the kits on. And right next to him was a table of two Leeds fans. And there were some some VAR issues. 
and there was a potential goal that was may or may not been scored. Yeah. And JB actually referenced it on the show. It, I mean, you would have thought that oh, you talked about it that day you were there. No, he, the like they no, were. Like, I was like, hey, by we the way, in the middle of on. yeah, they yeah. were like in the middle of like a conversation back and forth, and it just erupted. And JB goes. That I think was almost a goal, or like uh, a close goal, but no goal. Or and that's something. that's with only six people in the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that, that right? was the See thing. See what I'm saying? Uh, with only six yeah. people. In the well, bar. and and that was that was the thing. Like with Jared, but there. that's also what makes the bar great. No, it totally is because the loyalty, the love affair, the right. uh, uh, the energy that is put into it. By people that are like, like most most people, because here's the funny thing, like, right? We we we've been around. I, clearly, you're there all the time, but I can't tell you how many times uh, I got to come over to meet Matt or drop off mail or I want to check a game or you know maybe I'm texting Dugan and he's like, yeah, I'm up here for the game or whatever. You can go there, and you see people, and without asking them, you know, you know for a fact. They took a sick day or a PTO day, and like going to Amsterdam during the week, during the day to watch their team. It's a it's a fucking vacation day. Yeah, hey, that's that's what we try to. I mean, because look, when you walk in there, there's there's not many bars around St. Louis where you're gonna walk in, and I don't give you know there might be some dive bars, but look, you're not gonna just walk into our bar and know everybody, and then just start talking about soccer with people, and it doesn't matter. And I mean, that's everyone's in there ready for that. That's it. There's well, there is no other place like it. There isn't. Well, let, not. okay. So let's let's talk about World Cup, and let's talk about this past World Cup. Uh, I mean, there's a million different topics that we can touch on, but what I really want to do is kind of open the door up to you guys because each of you probably have certain ideas or opinions of the past World Cup as to what you thought was the most relevant, be it a team, a win, or a player, uh, Mbappe versus Messi, or, you know, whatever. Or in your case, Lyle, like what <laughs> Morgan Ford looked like. Um, or you know, how many goals Harry Kane didn't score. <laughs> well, yeah, again, the that pe- one he didn't score. <laughs> it still hasn't landed. I mean, like, Elon that Musk is Elon Musk points. is about to offer him a gig at like uh, the, his his rocket company. <laughs> Dugan, just say something because I can see that you're already. Dugan, yeah. What's your favorite part about the guy? 20, 2022 World Cup? What was your favorite part, buddy? Uh, it's genuinely amazing. Uh, it was move that. Yeah, there you go, buddy. I I wanted it to be a failure because I hate FIFA, and it wasn't. That's what I. Why do you hate FIFA? Qatar. Uh, Qatar no, on the table. What were they thinking? What were they thinking? But it was kind of cool being on like vacation. I mean, it was Thanksgiving, Russia, Christmas. Qatar. It was kind of no, nice having yeah, some winter games. Yeah, no. In in hindsight, I mean, let's let's all be honest with ourselves here. I was not happy with non-summertime World Cup until Friday after Thanksgiving. Friday, well, Thanksgiving Day. Was, yeah, uh, this World Cup was brilliant. It was the best World Cup I've ever seen. Ooh, I'll wow, that's a big statement. Wow. What do I, so? <laughs> do you hate FI- do you <laughs> hate FIFA less? <laughs> like, kind Come of. On, hold kind on, of. The okay. day on, after honest with you, Thanksgiving kind of. was the greatest day in the history of St. <laughs> Louis soccer. 
for anybody that likes to watch soccer. The rest of it wasn't that great. Oh, we oh, all were upset. No, argue, we were all upset argue, about argue, uh, Qatar argue. and the all the crappy human rights abuses. But the day, I mean, it was kismet, man. It was the all-time lineup: USA, Netherlands. Uh, we're in now in a society where we don't have to all go shop on the day after Thanksgiving. Amazon so Prime, right? So everybody was. Uh, like, hey, I don't even have to work, and I'm not going to go shopping, too. This is great. And it ended up being the biggest day ever in the hit. I mean, the picture that I posted unbelievable shows it all. Uh, I mean, it well, was literally, it, well, it's the biggest post we've ever had, and it was ridiculous. Well, I'm, As I'm, a spectacle of football. It was. It was the was spectacle nothing. of You know what pissed me off? They kept showing the power and light district in Kansas City. There we go. They should have shown fucking go. Amsterdam. That's they, the only place in Kansas City anybody's watching a game. No, Nobody's watching it anywhere else. So, you know what? So, I'm okay so there with was, that. Hey, there, so there no, was... That's a, fine, but don't act like you're the home of soccer. Fuck you. <laughs> no, no, no. no but Let's so, go. He's from Casey. So you're the exactly only right. home, and nobody else has it against us. Don't even try to talk, Dugan. Uh, no, 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 no. That's why, that's why I like where we are. And this is coming from a Kansas City guy. I don't. Yes, I'm from Kansas I, City. Fuck you, Kansas City. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't want us to be like that. I, I, I don't, don't need to Dugan, be. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Trying to say they were the end all of soccer, Fine. and I had to take them out and put them in the woodshed, and then people let got me, mad let me, hold, and said, oh, "Why are you doing that?" Let me and chime I said, in because here because what they're saying isn't true, and you guys <laughs> need to all just listen to what's going on and understand that St. Louis is the home of soccer, and nobody so, else is the home of <laughs> soccer. So, so all those people in Kansas City, I promise you, next Sunday are. They don't care because they're not the home of soccer. They really could give a shit. They so were like, what did that guy say? They so it was 6.30, I think, <laughs> or again. There'll be nobody in Kansas City watching it. But there'll be 10 of us in Amsterdam watching it. That's that is, that the is difference. True. I love you forever. That's the difference, man. No, it's so funny because um, with, with the show and kind of, I mean... It, Lyle, you know, because you run the social media account for the tavern because none of those other guys are actually on social media. Or um, funny. <laughs> or funny. <laughs> or pissed off. <laughs> if Stelter was on social media, he might be just getting out of jail. Oh, my God. Everything would yeah, be like, everything be like uh, let me tell you a story. Uh, 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 let me kid, tell you a story. Kid, kid, kid. Come on, kid. I got a story for you. Anyway. Uh, we love you, Stelter. So with our, with our show, you know, we, we've, we followed kind of regional accounts that we know makes sense. One of them is uh, Sporting KC, you know, in the MLS. And and the Black Friday day, there was a huge post uh, out of the Sporting KC page. And I even sent it to you. And it was their power and light district. You know, Kansas City, the originals are the soccer capital of America. And, yeah, I you got know, them that day. This, this is how we do it. And then I took my page, um, Gaslight page, which has pretty big following, and I took the photo that you posted of just the, the street. And I, I sent them a photo, a reply to the post with that photo. And I'm like, well, that's cute. That looks awfully corporate. Uh, this is just a neighborhood in St. Louis, a.k.a. the original soccer capital of America. 
And you know the deal. You put posts out there and you hope for engagement and it's just things are pretty predictable. That motherfucker blew up. Oh, they all start coming out of they the wood. They were coming out of there. I, <laughs> I started talking to them and telling them what they were. And they just didn't understand it, man. And, I mean, that was the greatest. Like, when you did that, and then I just hopped on them, and I said, whoa, this is so nice. You're yeah. Having. Because they're they're in a uh, a, a Baltimore, a Cordish place. It's a Cordish It's a property. Cordish deal, just like yeah. Ballpark Village, where if any of you people from St. Louis are going to a Ballpark <laughs> Village, you know you're not going to St. Louis. You're really going to a place out of Baltimore. You should be and that's what they were doing in but. Kansas City. We took care of that. We let them know where the kings are. We showed them. I mean, we had we had two thousand people on a street in South City. Yeah. With all my South City people. Yeah. I mean, it was the greatest thing ever. Well, another there thing was, that's different is they were taking those pictures during United States games. Right. Do the math and take those same pictures through the twenty-one days or however many days of the World Cup that it was. I mean, I mean, the turnstiles at your place would. Would do you remember all power nine people that were there for the Netherlands Sweden game? <laughs> yeah, right. All nine people, right? Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're showing max capacity. Oh, only during Fox games. Oh, here's Kansas City. Rah! Fuck you. Show a Chiefs game, assholes. Well, I tell you what. I, I tell Let's you talk what. About the real thing. Kansas City people care about. They don't give a shit about that. It, what was funny was like the one thing that really rubbed them is there was a few that started like, I mean they were aggressively coming at me and they're like, well St. Louis is such a soccer capital, how come you don't have the World Cup no, it is. and we're not hosting it, blah blah. And I replied back, well frankly we're too busy developing players that play in the World Cup, so uh, we don't have a stadium that's and, outdoors for seventy. ,000. And I sent a photo of uh, of Tim and Josh. We and, had Stan Kroenke. <laughs> you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like they were they they were losing their shit. So anyway, moral of the story is uh, like circling this thing all back around. Here we are. MLS is a reality. We got a team starting in March. Uh, are you excited about? The rivalry and and how are you going to approach it? Is it going to be equal to your recent uh, volume on our show? More so? How bad is it going to be, Lyle? I personally will be excited for the rivalry. Uh, I grew up in Kansas City, so I'm obviously going to have to change my affiliation. Sure. Uh, which isn't hard because it's not like I cared about uh, <laughs> as, you know, right. sporting cases. You didn't care about the Kansas City Brass in the USL no, in uh, no, no. 1999. Did, no, did not care. But um, it's also not going to change the fact that European soccer is my number one soccer yeah. forever. And that's what it will be. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to treat uh, I'm going to treat uh, St. Louis City SC, like um, I don't know, like an NBA team for me. Like, uh, like I love them a lot, and I'm going to root for them all the time. And well, that, but you, you and I both know now the bar. <clears throat> the bar will be one thousand percent. Yeah, uh, behind St. Louis but, City. But it'll help if they win. Yeah, but here's what's going to happen, and we've been around the community long enough. You and I both know there are going to be. A roster of 24, 26 players um, that are going to be on the first team. They're all going to live here year-round, right? And in the off season, 
Where are they going to go to watch games, right? Uh, we know that. Are they going to be Cardinals? The, are they going to hang out like Cardinals in St. Louis? Soccer players are, are going to go different. somewhere else. Like they understand that the need for that culture in the pub. They they want that, right? Like Berkey came to the. I mean, Berkey came to the bar, and no one knew who the fuck he was, dude. Like when I when I saw uh, who I, it was, I, I was I fifty told, more days. I told people after he left because I was like, I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to fuck up his deal. I, but yeah. like I knew it was him, and I was like, I'm not gonna tell anybody that he's here. And then when he left, you know, I I texted the guys from Borussia Dortmund. You know, one of our biggest supporter groups is Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, they're great. Too. And they were like, I was like. Guys, That's a Berkey was thing. just sitting here in the bar, they, and they were they, like, "What they, are you yeah, talking about?" I, they are unique and a kind of cool. They well, are, you know, you know what they they, they, they they understand they are, the game, and, and they love their game, and I love that about them. Yeah, they're they're fun to be around. They're Liverpoolian in their uh, mentality. Thing? Is that what you're saying? I just love how they operate. I, no, I like no, that supporters club. I, I I I respect We're, that. Any club. actually, here's the deal about them: is anybody that appreciates a supporters club appreciates them because uh, Nate is an amazing so leader guy, of their supporters club. He's a very and nice he, man. They are. Uh, is he German? Well, no, no but, but he, he speaks German yeah. and he does all. I mean, he, he's so a he very must be, humble human. Yeah, he's yeah, a, he's a super I, good guy. I, I, Nate I, Fortenberry, what's up, boy? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he is. Uh, He's an amazing guy, dude. Good He's for him. I, I he doesn't like. I wish every supporters club had a leader like him. Because if they did, I, I respect, it would be insane. I respect them. I went I mean, to Germany just, for 17 got, days as a youth, and I spent some time at VFB Borussia, and Borussia Dortmund was the most first class. Oh, their their fans are. Uh, I mean, uh, and, and that their facilities, their stadiums in 1995 were. Awesome. I, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. Now he's he's, he's amazing. He's their their whole group is he's a very is nice incredible. man. He's a, a really very nice. respectful man. I tip my hat to that fella. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm going to round this thing out real quickly, just simply. Uh, and, and you know, and actually, I didn't even get into us playing soccer together, Dugan. Well, that's why I'm. I've got a busted wing. I, 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 I carried you for ten years. When's <laughs> <laughs> um, the last time you ran? I don't even. I haven't even heard of you running either. What are you talking? Oh, about? Stop you. JB run the sim over thirties. It's better. Yeah, that was like five years ago. I, nah, I, 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 I run around with the. Nah, I carried him. Nah. I carried maybe four, him. Maybe four years ago. I, I tell you what. You, I, I, I tell he you was what. A player. You hey, was a player. They're trying to run. I you shut down the street. You shut down the street. We'll do another three v three tournament. That's right? what I'm talking about. I got a picture in the basement of that. That would be good. That would be good. What do you mean the pictures in the basement? That picture should be upstairs in the first floor. That young fella could play football. Thank you, David. I joke about. That young fella could play football. Open your eyes. <laughs> and I didn't even pay him to say that. I know, that was pretty insane. I saw newspaper articles. I'm not going to acknowledge them right now. No, no, we played, a, we played in Nevada over 30s. Newspaper in Granite City? We have a poster on our no, wall. It was I all think we have a poster uh, on our wall from JB's um, tournament, maybe. <laughs> it was just, it was old uh, school, man. Before we leave, I got to talk to, I need, because there's not. 
you we need to get a Bush Soccer Club jersey in oh, yeah. the bar. And I have the best old Are you school the proprietor of that team. Do we need uh, to send you our deal? Or we don't we need, need to do anything other than I have a jersey that was He's worn a in a national championship oh, game for Bush that I want to give you guys, but I want to make sure it's hung up. Oh, I love that. Uh, no, wait, 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 wait. Is your name on that jersey? No, it's not. It says Bush Soccer Club. It does say St. Louis. Okay, perfect. It, it is like seven years best. old and it's really small? No, or no, it's it, an adult. Uh, it was under 19 an national adult? championship. Okay. Was it that, Umbro? No, it was Adidas and it was <laughs> phenomenal. If I almost brought it and I forgot. We will put that on. We will absolutely. You br- actually, we should probably put a podcast around putting that on the wall. Is what I would think. You know, it, I, there is thousands of people in this city that play I for think. Bush oh, that go to your place that are proprietors that would love a Bush jersey. I, I should put it on the wall doing a podcast, dude. Dude, the pod, I, I, I this is a dumb, I'm bringing podcast. It. I'm bringing it. Er, early morning, stupid walking old man walk talk. I uh, thought we about. We could even do it doing a f- fucking no, no, no. shithead Chelsea game. No, 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 no. Your own podcast down there. And what we could do is if these walls. No, I'm not doing hold any podcast mail. If these walls could talk. Because your bar has. Nothing's happened in these a walls. A million here. stories of the jerseys, the signs, the tickets. Oh, at my bar. Yes, yeah. we have. The walls do talk. That's what, that's what I'm saying. We talk a lot about that. That would be, do- that would be dope. I can and I can actually I can explain everything well, to you. You mind if I walls, suggest you the outside one from okay, when Amsterdam? Dugan, when Dugan is sitting here talking on top of me, I cannot explain I anything it. other than the fact that Liverpool is garbage. <laughs> garbage. You should really shoot a podcast. Don't give two people headphones that are Tottenham and Liverpool fans. Watch this. Go ahead, Dugan. You should really <laughs> shoot a video. Uh, walk through the wall. I, there is some very nice stuff on Amsterdam's wall that means to some families. You really should yeah, do something on that. Well, my favorite one is the uh, Peter uh, Peter Dunn, the 1950. No, no one. Oh, that yeah, the 1950. All autographed out. Insane. Pretty much. Uh, if anybody comes into the bar and looks up, they usually look at that and go. What is that? And then when you tell them what it is, they're like, are you kidding me? Yeah, real Whoa. briefly, then we're going to roll this Whoa. thing out. It's a it's a picture of the 1950 World Cup team. Uh, and what Pete, uh, Peter Dunn, friend of ours, uh, bought bought the photo at an auction or something. Yep. And then what he did is he took fuck, wow. it, 10 years. It took him. Yeah, yeah. To and get everybody it, to sign it. And he sent this thing all over the country so that he could get the players from that team that were from the Hill to autograph it. And he got all the autographs of the St. Louis players, and somebody will probably correct a little nuance of the story, but that no, picture awesome. is hanging there in the bar, and it's like, I mean, they, they, there's fewer right U.S. There. soccer stories better that's a story than right that there. one. Six guys that's that a story it. right there, sorry. Yeah, it, Six guys that were damn near in walking distance from that bar. That's where they grew up. Same parish. They basically could have ate a Joy's every day by walking <laughs> a block. Well, if they ate a Joy's every day, they wouldn't be able to walk a block. Oh, my God. That would have been the greatest. <laughs> Gentlemen, Lyle, thank you. JB, thank appreciate you, guys. It, man. We really appreciate totally. you. It was a, a super nice day. Yeah, Dugan, man, um, thank you for coming on as well, buddy. We will see each other again often. Uh, and we are out of here. Um, 
Give us a follow. Spotify, Apple, all the usual suspects. Um, thanks for making it this far. If you made it this far, actually email us. I will buy you a beer because this is the longest episode we've ever had. Um, reviews are great too. And in fact, if you want to say that was way too fucking long, put that in a review. That's okay. The algorithm loves reviews. So thanks to Lyle from Amsterdam Tavern, Dugan, uh, Liverpool, uh, fan galore, dad, etc. Um, thanks for being on, man. Um, we'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>